Welcome to episode 72 of the Resale Brothers Podcast. I'm Colton. I'm Willin De Wes. What'd you do this week? Uh, not a ton of sourcing. Not a ton I, of sourcing. I, I have the itch so bad uh-huh. to get out there and go. It's just things aren't lining up for right. me right now. And then, of course, Roundtop's right around the corner uh-huh. again. Yep. I've got vendors calling me. I need your help. This and that. I'm like, ah, man. So it's going to have to hold off for a little bit. But I have been scared. Scouring the pages of uh, online auctions. Oh yeah, Ter- I mean, I haven't been buying a bunch. I've just been searching. Oh no! Oh, he spoiled it. You may have to edit that. <laughs> I don't know how you do that, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> it might just stay. In. I don't even know what that was. So yeah, nobody anybody knows. watching. Nobody knows. I have a closer view than they do. So. I won't put it on the screen. They can't see the TV from that yeah. far. Uh, but other than that, really, I've just been uh, setting up, getting ready for Ventique. Because uh-huh. we had the market last weekend. Uh, the weather was not good. I didn't get to go. I was at work. But mm-hmm. uh, I did 30% off in the booth just because I want, I want stuff out of there. Because right. I've been loading my van all week long, uh-huh. pricing things. It's going to be all new setups. So what I'm talking as soon about. as this show's over, I'm hitting the road. I'm going to spend the rest of the day in Taylor. All right. Yeah. What, so, are, you, what are you doing with the stuff you're taking out? I don't know that I'm taking anything out. You're just rearranging? Rearranging, but I'm taking like tons of new inventory. Mm-hmm. So there may be a few things that have to come out just to right. make room, but I'm hoping I can squeeze it all in, yeah. you know? I may be hanging the things from the <laughs> ceiling for all we know, just to fit hey, it all. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't do... I did uh, normal Friday, Yep. but that that's about all I did this week, source and wise, and LaGrange was... Back to normal. Good, good. I got there. Well, also, you know, it was like 30 degrees in the morning that morning. Yeah. So I don't know if that affected it or if things are just back to normal, but I have a story from the line. Okay. Those are always fun. <laughs> they're they're great craziness stories. in the line. So I get there and I, I show up probably about 30 minutes later than usual because I'm like, I'm not going to stand out there for an hour in 30 degree weather. Yeah. And I get there and nobody's outside. So I'm like... Is it on Thursday again this week? Yeah, did you mess up? Right. And so I get out, I walk up there, and I see that everybody's left their bags out, and they're just all sitting in their cars. Yeah. Um. So I get in line where the last bag is, and I stand there for a little bit, and a couple people come up behind me and stand in line. And then this one lady comes up, and she starts walking past everybody. Sure. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, you know, she's going to her bag that she has sitting out there. Right. No. Well, I mean, you know what, though? Like, if there's nobody up there, right, like, right, and if you're if you've never been, or uh-huh. I don't know, either way, like it's a line, right? Stand in it, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't think you should be able to set your bag down mm-hmm. and just leave, so, especially if you haven't got a number yet, a ticket. So this is what happened: the first, I'm gonna say, forty people mm-hmm. had already gotten their numbers, okay, and then the guy came back out and started giving out numbers again, and this lady. She didn't end up staying in line way up front because I think she realized, like, why are all these bags here? Why is everybody else lined up down there? But what she did was she came back to where we had started forming a line. Yeah. And she just kind of stood around us. She yeah. didn't get in line. Yeah, I've seen them before. Uh-huh. Them hoverers. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so the guy starts giving out the rest of the numbers, and he gets to literally right in front of me, and she walks up to him and goes, where am I supposed to be? Uh-huh. And he's like, are you in line? And she's like, I'm somewhere around here. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where you're supposed to be. And uh, there was a big gap between me and the person in front of me because it was where the like ramp is. Yeah. And he was like, I guess you can go right here. 
I'm like, dang it, lady. I've been here for 30 <laughs> minutes longer than you have, and she cut in front of me. Yeah. But I didn't say anything, and I was I was expecting somebody to say something, because yeah. normally they always do. Oh, yeah. But nobody said anything. Really? Yeah. And she ended up being super nice. Apparently, she volunteers there. Okay. And well, this was the first time maybe she'd Maybe he ever, did know her. I don't... He didn't act like he did. Uh, <clears throat> But she she claimed this was the first time she'd ever been in the store not volunteering. Okay. So she didn't know how the line worked it's one person but doesn't affect too much but i'm surprised i'm uh, yeah i was just waiting for a fight to happen i was like i'm not saying <laughs> nothing i'm I, I could tell this lady wasn't after anything i was after yeah of course not <laughs> of course not so i had planned on going to brenham after that because it had been a while since i've been to brenham mm-hmm. but with our sales of bradford stuff i had i had to take the van because the boxes wouldn't fit in my truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I ended up going the normal route because I had to drop off FedEx packages, and there's no official FedEx drop-off anywhere in Brenham. So. Gotcha. Well, speaking of large packages. Yeah, hit me. I re- remember last week I told you I was doing that consignment for Megan and Aaron. Yeah. I should have definitely gave that to you because <laughs> I sold the rock band. Mm, mm-hmm. And my goodness. Packing I will, them drums. I will never purchase one. For resale. Yeah. That is ridiculous. It's it's insane packing them drums. Well, and it wasn't just, you know, because this was the whole setup. It's the guitar. Right. The drums. Uh-huh. So the guitar is this long. Yeah. So you have to have a box long enough. Uh-huh. But then you also have a box big enough to get all the drums right. in. So I ended up having to do two boxes because I didn't have uh-huh. a box tall enough or wide enough to fit it all. It ended up costing a killing for one right. to ship it. And packaging, it was just such a pain. Um, like I said, I'll never buy one for resale. Maybe a get one like a guitar. Uh, that's so okay. A tip on the guitars: the free post office boxes, right, the first class or the priority priority boxes. Yeah, you get two of them and yeah. stick them together. I know Perfect. that trick, right? And I ended up finding. I went to the recycle center and found a uh, Mighty Mule. Somebody had bought uh-huh. a Mighty Mule gate, and I was like, "Oh, that's perfect because it's super long." Right. So the guitar fit, and I'm hoping everything's going to fit in there. It doesn't, of course. But I was able to fit almost everything in that, and then the drums went in, in a separate, separate one. But, nah, that's for the birds, man. Mm-hmm. So what, I, what I've what i done before is if I find a whole set, mm-hmm. I just sell it all separately. That makes good, yeah. And good even then, still, just packing the drums is a nightmare because you there's so much... You can't find the perfect box for it. No, there's you can't. not a perfect box no, for it. It's awful. So you either have one too big and you got to pay extra shipping, mm-hmm. or too small and you're worried something's going to happen to it the whole yeah. way there. Yeah. So never again for me. <laughs> never again. That was that was only because it was a consignment and mm-hmm. this and that. But I like I said I, I've seen you sell them before and I'm like, uh-huh. oh, it's, you know, it's some money in it. Right. But now I know I won't even look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It's I I'll pick them up. If it's like the, I I never pick up the Wii ones anymore. Mm. For some reason, the Wii stuff just isn't as valuable as the rest of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole set sold for $250. Mm-hmm. It's pretty pretty decent, right. especially since none of us paid for it. Right. But I think I almost paid $100 in shipping. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, one was, I packaged the guitar and everything, and that was like 25 bucks. Right. I was like, okay, not bad. And then I packaged the drums, but... Once you've made a label on eBay, mm-hmm. you can't make a second label for a separate item, can you? So I recently figured this out. Yeah. Because of the Bradford stuff. Okay. Because one person bought two of the reel to reels. Yeah. And normally it keeps it separate, but for some reason they put it all on one order. Yeah, I've had it do both. Yeah. Right. 
And so it charged them a right amount. It charged them to ship both, but mm-hmm. it only would let me do one label. Yeah. So what I did is I printed one out, and then if you go back to your pay or your already shipped orders, mm-hmm. you can click print label again and get a different one. Okay. See, I knew you could go back and print label again, but I didn't know you could change it. Right. Okay. Yeah, you'll just well, end up buying another label. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's really good to know because you get the discount through right. eBay and everything. So I... I had to go to work yesterday, mm-hmm. and I had packaged both of them. I had printed a label for the one, and I was like, ah, I got this other one, so I went on PayPal shipping, right? which doesn't do FedEx or UPS, uh-huh. only USPS. They don't do... They used to do UPS. I thought they did, but I went on there, I put everything in, and it only gave me option for huh. USPS, and I was like, that's like crazy numbers, right. which actually ended up being about the same, really? because I had boxed it, and Jenna took it to the UPS store because she was oh, dropping yeah. my stuff off, uh-huh. and they rip you off yeah. there if you don't buy it prior. Another tip. Pirate ship now does UPS. I figured because I t- she told me how much it cost to ship, and I was like, "Oh man!" I was like, "I know I could have yeah, brought it over here, right?" But it is what it is. It's yeah. gone, and we we still made. I mean, after shipping, I'm not counting in fees, but that's still 150 bucks right. on an item. So that it's you got okay, for free. right? Yeah, and I'm gonna split that between us and them. Mm-hmm. Still, it's free money, right? So it's not that big a deal, and. I, I knew that going into it when she was going to take it to UPS. I was like, it's going to cost more than right. it should. Yeah. But it's gone. So yeah. I'm happy I mean, about that. I've, I've paid more than I should just to get something out of here before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's uh, the the stress levels of going through every single shipping provider trying to find the cheapest. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll pay five bucks extra to not yeah. do that. Sometimes you just got to let go of your ego. Exactly. Your ego is not your amigo, Colton. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> I actually wrote that down. I wanted to say that at some point during the podcast. <laughs> I mean, perfect segue into yeah. your, your catchphrase. <laughs> so uh, I got a, a message from eBay. Okay. You, you probably got the same one. I think they sent it out to everybody. Possibly. That they're expanding their refurbished electronics market. I may have got it, but I didn't see it. That may be because you sell so many electronics, Possibly. too. I don't know. But, um, but it to me, it actually looks like it's going to be a bad thing for people like us. For people that only do that, mm-hmm. basically what on eBay, there's new, there's new open box, mm-hmm. there's refurbished, then there's seller refurbished. Yeah, yeah. They're taking away <laughs> seller refurbished and just doing refurbished. Okay. So if, like, for instance, the uh, tape players I fixed, mm-hmm. I sold them as seller refurbished. Mm-hmm. Now I can just sell them as used. You can't sell them as, because refurbished would be by a company? I guess, or it has to be verified by eBay or something. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just, they just lumped the two categories. No, it's a, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I need to do some more research. But it, I, it's just, uh the, I feel like they're making it harder and harder to list. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's how things work. Right? <laughs> yeah, because there's always new uh, required specifics that they're adding. Yeah, I don't know if you get those messages, but yeah, sometimes like you'll see an item that you posted a year ago, and it's not even on there anymore because right. you need to add specifics. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, I miss the good old days where you just put it up, and yeah, you. Put something in the title and you're good to go. Yeah. Well, the good old days, you had to wait for a money order too. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That, <laughs> that was very a pain. true. But anyway, so we'll see. I'll do some more research on that and have an update next week. But to me, it looks like they're kind of cutting out the the small businessman out of the refurbished market. Yeah, probably. It wouldn't wouldn't uh, 
surprise me. Right. You know, but um, I got a couple things. Hit me. Alabama lost last night. I saw about, I just, I was watching the game and I don't really have a stake in the game. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Alabama or Georgia. Right. But I'm tired of seeing Alabama win no, those championships. So I was rooting for Georgia, too. I was happy about the Georgia game. Uh, update, though, from last week. Uh-huh. The big auction, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I got home, <laughs> and I had told you when I left, I was like, it's probably not going to go down. Right. Because it was at like 4,200, 4,300. Mm-hmm. And this was a Michael Jordan jersey authenticated through Upper Deck, whatever. Right. Uh so I had it, you know, at fifteen grand, like max, uh-huh. as what I could possibly get for it. Right. And that's before fees, before shipping, before all the nonsense. Uh, and I had told you my max was like four thousand. But there's a little wiggle room. I don't right? like the way the story is. It's a little wiggle room. No, I mean it. I didn't end up with it. Okay. Okay. No, I did not spend a bunch of money. I got home and I'm watching it, and everything in this auction. <clears throat> that was the only thing I was really going after. Uh huh. But the first thing out of the gate was this other Michael Jordan upper deck authenticate, like big poster thing. Mm-hmm. And I had it at like seven is what the max it could get sold for. Right. And it went for like seven. I was yeah. Like, Ooh, that's not good, right? <laughs> it got that down to the jersey and I quit watching it eventually. I checked it later after the auction was over, but it went for like 10,000. Yeah. So, I mean, Boy. after your premium and uh-huh. if you were trying to sell it, you're not going to make any money on it. Yeah. So they were paying retail, which I guess... Maybe it's just somebody who yeah, wanted it. Yeah. Most of that stuff, I imagine, personal collection, which right. they probably got a, a small deal mm-hmm. if it that's the case. But right. Yeah. It just didn't work out for me, which is fine. That's a... Yeah, that's one of those things. I all that money. Right, right. And, and I'm sure if it had gone the way you wanted it to, you would have made some money. But it's just the stress of having... That much money tied up into something that you haven't sold yet is yeah. never fun. No, nah, it's not. <laughs> so yeah, that ended. <laughs> well, I uh, I'm light on notes this week. I already made it through all of mine. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I got a few things. Uh, let's see here. I already did the rock band thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, eBay's doing another cool thing. You remember when I talked about eBay being really unique and selling all these crazy things? Right. And they had the. Uh, the Zoom call with uh, Jason Sudeikis mm-hmm. and all that. So I was like, oh, what are they doing now? What are they right. up to these days? So I looked, and uh, so they put soccer legends up for bid. What? The actual people. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know who these people are, but it's Roberto Carlos, and he's a male soccer player, and then any Aluko, she's a female soccer player. Okay. You can bid on them, and if you win... They come to your like community soccer league uh-huh. and they play with the kids for like uh, practice with the kids or something for a day. That's pretty cool, cool right? Yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. Dang. Like if I was into soccer, but then I started like uh, thinking how soccer was relevant to my life. Okay. Do you know how? I had no idea. Little to no goals. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I keep bringing the heat, buddy. I keep bringing the heat. Um, oh, man. My mic's falling off. Uh-oh. That made me laugh too hard. Start yeah, pulling well, on my mic. See? That's what I do. I bring joy <laughs> to your life. We're just going to change the the genre of our podcast from a resale podcast to a comedy podcast. Yeah, it's just straight comedy. That's where the money's at. But that statement is actually not true. I have lots of goals, Yeah, y'all. absolutely. I'm absolutely. Mo- I have mine is more relevant to the first half of the college football game last night. 
Just kicking field goals. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow, um, I got a few other things. Hit me. Last night, after the game. Uh-huh. You know, I've been doing these breaks. Right. Jumped in a break. Okay. Now, here, I have a dilemma here. Uh-huh. Because I'm a, I'm a reseller. Right. Most, 90% of the breaks I've jumped in, actually, probably like 95% of them, I haven't picked the Cowboys. Right. You know, it's my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the whole idea there is some of it, some of it, there was no good Cowboys to pull, mm-hmm. like not a big hitter. Last night, they ended up being one. I was like, oh, I can actually hit a decent, good card. Here. Right. So I bought Cowboys. Uh-huh. It's 20 bucks and three boxes. Uh-huh. One auto. I hit the auto. <sighs> Micah Parsons. 2021 auto rookie. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, yes, I nailed it, right? Right. I hit, I hit the big card of the box, and uh, now I have a dilemma. <laughs> you do. Because I could put this in my PC. Right. But it's a $200 card. Uh-huh. Right now, it's they're in the playoffs. They just made the playoffs. Right. If they win a couple games, he has some big games. Mm-hmm. A little, little bump. Yeah. But what do I do? You know, so it's tough. here's my question. Where are you at money-wise with what you put in versus what you've got out? Well, I haven't sold anything yet. Right, just value-wise. Value-wise, I would say probably I've probably got about $1,300 in value, uh-huh. and I probably spent around 200 So I would say... Keep it, right? And sell the others. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. See, make some money and have yourself a little treat. Yeah. I've I've been really lucky, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I saw it. Did you read the comments on our last episode? I may. I read some of them. I may have missed one. Oh, my phone's over there. Basically, somebody has said, be be careful about the car breaks because they, they got into it and it was a little too addicting. It is super addicting. Yeah. And like every day, there's so many and you're like, oh, I could jump in that one and that one and uh-huh. that one, you know? I have a baseball. I haven't done a baseball one, so I jumped in a baseball one that's going to end today. And yeah. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, it's super addicting, man. Yeah, take your phone away. <laughs> I know. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Actually, what about uh, what about your NFTs? I uh, haven't really messed with NFTs. Okay. Um, they there is some you can get some value there. Right. Uh, problem is most of the time you don't. Right. Uh, you know, and you can you can do it fairly cheap. You can buy a pack for ten mm-hmm. or fifteen or whatever, and you may get a card where you can make your money back. That's been my right. experience. That most of it is you get just enough to maybe make your money back, and mm-hmm. sometimes a little bit more, sometimes less. Right. I haven't hit a single big, big item in there, right. which you can. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's, it, I haven't hit enough to make it to where, like, I'm addicted to that. I'm right. almost done with that. I'm actually mm-hmm. trying to sell pretty what much everything. Yeah. And there's a few I'm holding for, like, the right moments to mm-hmm. sell. But yeah, it's the, the breaks is definitely taken over. Right. <laughs> what's your, what's your end goal in the breaks? Or is it just for fun? It's for fun. Yeah. I mean, Everything that I got, I got some stuff in the mail yesterday, uh-huh. and I don't know which breaks it came from or anything. I haven't opened it yet. When I get home, I'll check it out. Right. But I would say 90% of things I get from breaks, I'm going to resell. Right. So hopefully uh, my stroke of luck continues, <laughs> yeah. and I can, you know, a lot of it too, like it's raw cards, so mm-hmm. some of it I may get in and be like, okay. I got time on this one to get it graded right. and get it back up to value on it and mm-hmm. maybe 
in a year or two, something crazy happens where that's even more valuable. So right. it's, it's all kind of different strategies yeah, yeah. that I'm going to try to use here. But uh, for the time being, it's fun, and I've, I should be making some money. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I haven't been able to list nothing yet, but tomorrow. All right. All right. Is Adam still still doing it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's he's heavy into it. Oh, man. They, I will say, I'm, you know, I, I was never a sports card person. And not really a huge sports person in general, uh-huh. but watching watching the box break was pretty entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully this one will end, and you can uh, you can watch this baseball one with me after the show. <laughs> oh man. Okay, I got one more thing. All right, we're gonna bring back a segment called "Words with Will and Dill West." What do they mean? <laughs> okay. So I was going through a. Uh, I, Got all them board games, right? right? Them old, they're like 1960s, war, World War II, different games like mm-hmm. that. Um, and I was going through one the other day. I don't remember the name of the game. And I'm looking for all the parts, right? Right. And these games usually have like 200 parts, mm-hmm. like all these little cardboard pieces and right. they're nuts. So I'm going through the list of what I need. And then on the list, it says one cubit. 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 C-U-B-I-T. Okay. And I'm like, what in the world is a cubit? I'm looking at all the pieces. I'm like, I'm thinking like maybe some sort of dice right. type thing or uh-huh. die, whatever you want to call it. And so I can't figure out what it's supposed to be. Right. So I had to look it up. Uh-huh. Words of West, right? All right. So a cubit is an ancient measure of length, approximately equal to the length of a forearm. It was typically about 18 inches or 44 centimeters Though there was a long cubit of about 21 inches. <laughs> so what is that supposed to be in your board game? Uh, I think, because I, I found one on online that had sold that was 100% complete. Uh-huh. It looked like maybe it was just a sheet of paper with a bunch of little squares on it, like a measuring okay. tool of some gotcha. sort. But, Interesting. Uh, yeah, I was like, I, I don't have that piece. Right. So that's, that's not good. But now I know if I'm ever needing to look for a cubit, yeah, it's some sort of measuring tool, right? <laughs> weird yeah so distance from the elbow to the middle finger is kind of a uh, like an estimate okay they are found in the bible in noah's ark ark of the covenant tabernacle solomon's temple all right yeah there you go there's there's a cubit (laughs) cubit. gentlemen all right well i guess i can measure stuff with my forearm now and say that's a cubit yeah that's at least one cubit right there this table's three cubits oh absolutely absolutely Oh, goodness. Oh, speaking of board game stuff, uh, I had heard about this a while ago. Mom actually told me about it, but have you ever heard of uh, Bakelite dice? I've heard of Bakelite dominoes, I think. Okay, well, there's dice as well. Okay. I had bought a 1960s Monopoly mm-hmm. from Second Chance. I've seen it, didn't I? Yeah. It wasn't complete. I paid two bucks for it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, wasn't a big deal, but... Then I started looking at the dice, and I thought, these dice look old. I wonder if they're Bakelite. Mm-hmm. So one of the ways you can tell is if you rub something until it gets hot, mm-hmm. smell it, it smells like formaldehyde. Okay. Bakelite dice. Why that. you know what formaldehyde smells like? Uh, I'm not. Where'd you I don't, learn that, Cheech? I don't know for sure. <laughs> I'm just assuming that's what it smells like, because okay. it didn't smell like regular dice. Okay. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so... Uh, triple my money on the dice there you uh, they go sold for five bucks that is the good thing about board games uh-huh. like if you end up one with one that you're missing some pieces right. a lot of times you can part them out and mm-hmm. sometimes make more than yeah 
It's nuts. Well, that's I. I had another uh, Pokemon Monopoly, mm-hmm. and it wasn't complete. It didn't even have all the characters, but I had some of them. Yeah. So I just sold those, and I think I paid a dollar for yeah. the game and you got ten bucks for the characters. They'll make money. Yeah. Or if you look at it from the other side, if you're missing one or two pieces, then you need them. You can find right. replacement pieces on eBay uh-huh. all day long. No, so, that's for most games. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, and. I don't have to ship a dang old big box, just a little pad of mailer yeah. with some characters. A little in bitty it. Uh, Pikachu or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that a little little bitty bag. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh don't throw away your incomplete board games. Nope. Sell them pieces. That's right. Anything else? That's it. Let's get into it. It's time for the Find of the week. Just tell us what you found. So I kind of spoiled it earlier, but this is a uh, Pottery Barn Harry Potter Gryffindor lap desk. Okay, I uh, was at Second Chance. How big is that? About a cubit long? Yeah, I'd say about a cubit and a half. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, was a Second Chance. Was kind of wrapping up, looking and about to get in line, and I walked past the office supplies and. I saw that and I was like, that's interesting. Then I looked closer and saw that it was a Harry Potter thing. And then I thought, eh, you know, Harry Potter's so popular. There's all kinds of companies that have made stuff. Then I saw it was Pottery Barn. And I was like, all right, I bet that's worth something. Yeah, that's expensive stuff. Exactly. I know at the store or in the catalog or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, and this uh, apparently this one came out around the time the Harry Potter movies came out. So mm-hmm. they don't make it anymore. I paid eight bucks for it and it was in pretty rough shape. I did a lot of cleaning to get yeah. it to look like that and it should sell for around 50 bucks plus shipping on top okay it's got eight watchers on it all right sounds good sounds good and now this is interesting okay <laughs> go for it this is a lmi milton roy chemical metering pump all right so when i was looking through the pictures on in lagrange i saw this yellow box and I had no idea. I was just killing time, so I looked it up. And any of their pumps go from like hundred bucks to twelve hundred bucks. All right. So I was like, either way, I'm throwing that in my bag. Sure. It was eight bucks, and it was taped up, and it said a uh, spare chlorine pump was written in Sharpie on the top. So I thought this might not even be in there, but for eight bucks, I'll yeah. give it a shot. So I grab it, put it in my bag. I go around the corner, look at stuffed animals, and this guy comes over there, and he's like, did you get that pump? I was like, yeah. And he was like, how much do they have on it? And I was like, I don't know. I, at that point, I didn't even look at the price. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. And he, I was like, I don't even know if it's in there. Like, it's taped closed. It says chlorine pump on the top. Mm-hmm. Who knows? He's like, I'll give you double what they're asking for. <laughs> That's 16 whole dollars. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, what are you going to do with it? And he's like, I'm going to sell it. And I was like, this is at least $200 pump. Yeah. And I'm going to sell it. Right. I think I'll keep it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, all right. But the weird thing is, I don't know where this dude came from. He wasn't over there when I grabbed it. Yeah. And I don't know how he knew I had it. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, a stalker. And it was like buried in my bag. It wasn't like he saw it in my bag either. Uh-huh. Scared, ladies and gentlemen. It's L-A-G. It's lag. He's after <laughs> yeah. you again. Got to watch my back around there. So anyway, <laughs> I paid... just kidding, lag. <laughs> yeah. I paid... I think he was the one that commented, don't get hooked on the box. Oh, breaks. really? Yeah. He did comment, too, because I was asking, like, was that him digging through the clothes? He's uh-huh. like, I do do that, but that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I paid eight bucks for this. <clears throat> it's they don't make this one anymore, and there's no soul comps, so I don't know. I put it at two fifty. Yeah, I have a feeling it's a little high price because it doesn't have any watchers or anything, and there's only a few of these on there. Yeah. Um, but like I said, some of these pumps have sold for like thirteen hundred dollars. Some of them sell for a hundred bucks. Yeah. I have a feeling this is probably a hundred dollar one. Yeah. Still, but, I mean, it's still a good profit, and this may be something like. Weird stuff like this, I sit on for a while, right. but it will sell eventually. Yeah. No, my plan was I'll leave it at two fifty for a couple weeks. If at that point it doesn't even have any watchers, I'll probably start lowering it a little bit yeah. and see what happens. Hey, you still make money. Yep, your finds. Okie dokie. This one here, this is gonna be fun to say. <laughs> so this is a Gakken Henshin Robos. It's a poster. Uh huh. Is vintage. Uh-huh. Uh, the characters, I believe these are the characters' names, are Legios Nospita. Okay. Right? How's that sound? That uh, looks about right, sure. right? I think it's... Or maybe it's Legios. Sure. Mospita. We'll go with Mospita. that. Mospita. Anyhow, uh, I don't know what show this is from or what comic this is from, uh, but anyhow, it's a poster from my birth year, 1983. All right. I got this in a huge lot. Uh, so I don't know exactly what I paid. It's a huge right. lot. I paid around a hundred bucks for, um, and this poster alone I listed for one hundred and twenty-five bucks. There you go. And it's already got a couple watches, uh-huh. so I think we're good on that one. Is this uh, how big is this poster? It's not that big. It's about a cubit. <laughs> no, it's, it's. I think it's like twenty-four by. It's about like that poster right there, that black one behind you. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. It's a mid-size, right? Mid-size poster. And is this one of those that like was in a magazine, or is this like an actual no, poster? No, this this was an actual poster. Maybe like at a comic book store back in the eighties okay. or something. You know, uh-huh. like a display ad kind of thing, promo. So, yeah. all right. Well, speaking of posters, back to more posters. <laughs> this came out of the same lot. Uh huh. Um, this one here, not as old, but this is uh, Robotech, the Sentinels. Uh, both vintage posters, about the same size of both mid mid-sized posters. Uh-huh. 1987, 1989. Uh, these, I guarantee you, were from like a comic book store, right. like a promo thing, same uh-huh. type of deal. Um, so about the same. I don't know what I paid, but it was in a lot of about a hundred bucks. Uh, these two I have listed for 125 as well. They also okay. have watchers. That's what I'm talking there about. There was one more poster I listed separately too. And it was definitely one of those from a comic book store because it said like uh, this sold here or something right. like that in it. But it's not quite as valuable. I think that one was, I think I put 50 bucks on it. But, okay. Yeah. Interesting post. Ephemera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Start an ephemera store. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the... When you buy real low, but you sell real high, it's the sell of the week. My chair started sinking on me. These are a pair of red wing boots. Good this deal. is actually a mom find. Okay. She got these at a garage sale somewhere for two bucks, and then I paid her two bucks for them. <laughs> you and, got a steal. <laughs> yeah. And I sold them for 50 plus shipping. Yeah. And not in bad shape. A lot of times when I see boots, I'm like, man, I wouldn't buy these. They right. look in bad shape. Yeah. But I guess boots are, you know what I mean? They're work boots, mm-hmm. and people buy them used in, One, in way rougher shape than this. It's yeah. crazy. Well, and the Red Wing stuff, too, I think yeah. does, does pretty good. Regard. I mean, there's like a few scuffs on the front, but 
they they weren't too bad. Well, a, a good hand could polish those up uh-huh. nice and pretty. I exactly. think that may be the deal. Like a lot of times, seem like God, they look rough, but if you can polish them, mm-hmm. they'll be fine. Well, and who like there's uh, <laughs> in like researching stuff, you come across weird YouTube videos and mm-hmm. stuff. There's this guy that I guess he's a leather worker, and he takes apart shoes. So you can see how they're built and if they're quality shoes or not. So he may even bought these. He like cuts shoes in half and yeah. shows you how they're built and what's inside of them. So who was, knows what people are buying stuff for? I saw this video, speaking of like weird videos you come uh-huh. across, and it was this video, somebody had some old Jordans, right? Uh-huh. Like probably from the 90s or something. Right. And they picked them up and they put their thumb on the sole and they rubbed it across and it like melted, right? <laughs> and people were saying the video is fake, so they did a follow-up video and the right. guy's like, look, here's the deal with old shoes. Like, they're not meant to not be worn mm-hmm. because when you wear them, it like compresses and does right. some things. If you set a, a shoe there for 20 years and it may look pristine, that sole just like rots away. Yeah, I think I saw the same video or another guy that it, like, did the looks same like thing. Icing or butter when yeah. they rub their thumb across. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, and I, I don't know if it was the same guy or a different guy, but he did the same thing, found a dead stock pair of shoes and he mm-hmm. just put them on and stood up and it just like sunk. Is nuts. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Something about the molecules and they got to stretch or something. Yeah, I'm not a scientist <laughs> or anything. But I thought that was interesting. And he's like, buy, you know, don't go buy a crazy expensive pair of shoes that have never been worn. Right. You can buy these and clean them to mm-hmm. make them look like that. You right. know, and they're going right. to last longer. Yeah. So, little tip. tidbit. Little tip. Uh, this is a Hello Kitty plush. I got this, uh, I think, in Colleen at a thrift store there i paid two bucks for it still got the tag on it it's from the 90s and i had it listed for 75 but this sweet lady messaged me with the nicest message i've ever gotten on ebay (laughs) asking if i would take 50 and i said just because you were so kind i want to know what the message said i don't remember right now (laughs) i I have to look it up if i didn't leave my phone all the way over there i could pull it up but she was just very polite okay (laughs) i can accept that (laughs) your sales Let's see what we got. Okay. I wrote three things here because I was debating them, but I really <laughs> like this jersey, so I decided to go with this one. This is, I got this at a, I want to say a Goodwill. I can't remember. I think so. Point. I think I remember this. Uh, so this is a CCM branded vintage Corpus Christi Ice Rays hockey jersey. Okay. Uh, pretty rare to find. Right. Um, I'm going to just throw out a number. It was somewhere between $5.99 and $7.99. Okay. Because I don't remember exactly. <laughs> but uh, I sat on this for a pretty good while, which I kind of thought I would. It's not like it's a a professional team. It's a minor right. league team from Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's cool. Uh, so I ended up selling it, yes, no, day before yesterday for $75. All right. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Now, I'm intrigued by this. Well, you've actually seen these in finds or sales. Oh, that's I've, right. I've sold these before. Mm-hmm. Um, this was in another huge lot of right. Dungeons and Dragons stuff that I paid, I think, one thirty for uh-huh. somewhere in there. And this is the lot that ended up being like fifteen hundred bucks worth of stuff. Right. Uh, these it's Polyhedron magazines. This is a lot. I only give you a picture of six, but there was eleven in the entire lot. Um, these, I think were the oldest ones that I had Uh this 11 and they 11 magazines just sold for 175 bucks. Goodness gracious. Yeah, buddy. He messaged me and said something about 
He, I think he offered me 160. Uh -huh. I had him at 210. Uh -huh. And he's like, man, I really love these. I had a collection back in right. the day, and I don't have them anymore. And I was like, well, 175 in a year. <laughs> and he went for it. So cool. That's what I'm talking about. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's get into the... I just got a simple dud this week. Okay. Just some broken electronics. All right. I paid eight bucks for this at Bits and Pieces. I'd actually sold this exact radio before um, that I got at Citywide and Smithville two years ago now. Okay. I got to sneeze. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> While you do that, Kareem. Uh, oh, that was I've, terrible. I've never done that the hook shot before. Okay. <laughs> never done the hook shot. Um, Anyway, paid eight bucks for this. The one I'd sold previously, it was like in the height of expensive electronics. Yeah. Sold for like 80 bucks. If this one had worked now, they only go for like 40. But cassette player didn't work. Mm. So it is listed for parts for $15. Okay. So, What's it going to, uh, with shipping on top? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's say you're going to lose money on this no, thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> we'll see. I, I, there was none listed for parts, none sold for parts. Yeah. The CD player works, the radio works, so somebody might even buy it just for that. Yeah. We shall see. Not donate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, because, my, because my dud is a testament to basically this. <laughs> Here we go. So I didn't pay for this. I got this in a clean out. Okay. And I saw it and I was like, oh, this is cool. It's like a vintage RC car. Right. So I pull it out. I finally they ha had the charger. I don't know what happened to it. I lost it because I <laughs> went to ship it. I couldn't find the charger, but uh -huh. I didn't put the charger in the post. Uh, so okay. it worked out okay. Right. But I charged it up. Uh, and I wanted to test it. I was like, this is going to be fun. Mm -hmm. And I go to test it uh, before I get it too deep into it. It's a vintage Nico or Nico Jetwave RC buggy. It's like from, I'm guessing, like early 90s. Right. Um, and so I test it. This thing makes all kind of crazy noises. <laughs> you know, it's making all this yeah. racket. But it only works when the controller's like right next to it. I'm talking <laughs> about dang near touching it. Right. Right. So... In the description, I put like, hey, it turns on, right? it makes noise, uh -huh. and it will drive if the controller's right next to it. But it, I, I didn't put enough information, okay. basically. And what I didn't do, which I will do in the future with something like this, I, like I said with that last one, like, maybe I should have just donated this mm -hmm. or trashed it. Right. But I was like, ah, I got it for free. I can get something out of it, right? right? Yeah. So I posted it. But what I did make the mistake on, I should have listed it for parts mm -hmm. because I did say that it kind of works. Right. Now, I sold it for 30 bucks, shipped it, dude got it, messaged me back. He says that the bumper was broken off, which is possible. It's plastic. Yeah. But he also said, this thing doesn't work. It turns on, it doesn't drive, it makes all the noises, <laughs> but it doesn't do anything. And he said it will go like... Right. And that's it. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's kind of what I said. Yeah. But I didn't describe it well enough. Well enough. And I think if I would have put it four parts, mm -hmm. somebody would have bought it knowing. Right. And he may have knew and just got it and not been happy. Like, yeah. it doesn't work as good as I thought it mm -hmm. did, whatever. So I'm not out a bunch of money, but I am out my shipping on it. Right. Which it's it was kind of heavy and mm -hmm. you know, I had to pad it pretty good and put it in a good size box. So I might have, might have spent like 18 bucks shipping this thing, right. which I'm out. So. Just a little future something to put in my yeah. head, you know, like 
if it doesn't work or it kind of works, just list it for parts. Well, that I had the same thought with that radio because, like I said, the CD player and the radio part does work. Right. So, it, and I've sold stuff before where part of it didn't work mm-hmm. and just sold it because I knew somebody wanted the other part of it that worked. Right. But I didn't want to, I, I ran into that situation before where I didn't list it for parts because part of it worked and then somebody gets it and they're like, hey, this doesn't work, even though yeah. I put it in the description. That's the thing, too. Like, a lot of times people don't read the description. I've gotten, this week has been nuts, message-wise. <laughs> I've gotten, like, probably five or six messages asking for measurements on mm-hmm. stuff that all of the descriptions have the measurements in. People, man, <laughs> they they want to give it to them. They don't uh-huh. want to, you know. I'm not saying everybody, but. Then I got a message about a jacket, and the guy wanted the sleeve measurement, mm-hmm. which was in the description. So I basically just copied and pasted it, and he goes, can you send me a picture of the measurement? Oh, no. <laughs> nah, man. And you know time. you know, he's not going to buy it when I send it to him. Well, that's the thing, too. I've been running into a lot of, lot of messages mm-hmm. with questions, measurements. Right. Uh, had one, I sold a card, and the, guy, uh, the picture was so clear. Like, mm-hmm. there was a little ding in the corner. Right. I even accepted an offer on this card, uh-huh. and then he's like, hey, there's a ding in the corner. I want a partial refund. I'm like, fine, take Take your partial <laughs> refund, but it was if you're buying a car raw, right? That's on you for one and two. Look at the picture, man. Uh-huh. Like, look closely at it. You want to, if right. you want it to be in good shape, check it out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, where was I going with that? There was some, oh, a shirt. A dude okay. bought a shirt. It was, it was cool. It was like a Chicago White Sox 90s single stitch. Uh-huh. It was just pretty plain, though. So right. I sold it. I had it at 20. He offered me five, uh-huh. decline. He offered me 10, I declined. He offered me 15, I accepted the offer. Right. And I kind of saw this coming. After I accepted the offer, he messaged me and he's like, hey, what's the measurements on it? I'm like, dude, <laughs> like you, you, that is the whole deal when you make an offer. Right. If somebody accepts the offer, you buy the shirt. Right. right. Well, whatever. Dude didn't, he wanted the measurements. Uh-huh. So it took me like a day because I was like, it, I don't go up in the loft every day. Right. Uh, so I finally went up there. He'd sent me a second message like, hey, I need the measurements so I can pay for the shirt. I'm like, all right, I'm up here. And I just knew, you know, <laughs> so I measured. I sent him the measurements. Oh, it's it's not going to work out for me, man. <laughs> I was like, I, I knew that was coming. And I, I still, wanted to send a message like, don't do that, uh-huh. man. But I was like, yeah, just let it go. Let it I, go. Your ego's not your amigo. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I do, I do want to start keeping tabs, though, every time somebody messages me for measurements. And I swear, I swear, I've never sold a shirt after giving somebody the measurements. I don't think I have either. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like if yeah. if somebody really wants something, they just buy it. Mm-hmm. But if they're asking questions like measurements, like they want it to be like on to the T, right? And that just doesn't happen, no. you know. And I'm not even sure people know, like if you measured the pit to pit and it's say 26. And they're like, nah, mine's a 28. Like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Are you really sure it's a 28? Because I mean, every shirt fits different. If and... it's like, you know, the $300 Nirvana shirt we sold, sure, I can maybe see that. Yeah. But all my stuff is free returns. Mm-hmm. If it, you get it and it don't fit, send it back. Yeah. Well, it's a t-shirt, too. It's not a tailored right. suit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, if you're an extra large, you're probably going to wear an extra large. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it just blows my mind. Yeah. Oh, I, one last story about measurements. I had a pair of shorts. They were like running shorts. So, A, there's no like waist size. It's just large, right, it's extra large. Right. So, they were 2XL shorts. Mm-hmm. 
that a friend had given me and I listed them and I did, I don't guess I put measurements in them because I was like, these are, you know, running shorts. Yeah. So somebody messaged me and they're like, Hey, do these fit large or small? And I was like, uh, I can get you some measurements. They're like, Oh, that's not necessary. Just like, how do they fit you? I was like, these aren't, my shorts. <laughs> Plus, I'm like, you're how six three, six four. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you're a big guy. Yeah. I'm not gonna go try on these shorts before I send them to you. Anyway, people are crazy. That's that's the moral of the story. They don't know you. How do they fit you? Right. Like you could be Andre the Giant. Oh, they fit me great. I'm okay, just, cool. I'll buy I'm them. assuming that they think everything I have in my eBay store is like my stuff that I just don't want Maybe. anymore. All. That one thousand items, or <laughs> yeah, your sure personal stuff. I don't know. It's it's wild. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, Chris Mim. No, people probably hey, you don't clue who in the Chris, show. Chris Mim is. I have no idea who Chris <laughs> Mim is. You shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything else to add? No, I got work to do. All right. Well. Thank y'all for tuning in. You can find my store on eBay at Fierce Inc. You can find Wes's at West Rankin 0420. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Resale Brothers. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, low, sell high, y'all. Amen. <laughs>